This podcast is a Kitty Wing production. Rockus Marcus. Rockus Marcus. My high school icon. My high school icon. My high school icon. My high school icon. Starts now. Oh, there. Ah, yeah. Right. Yes. Friends and family. All together at once. Check one two, check one two. Check, 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 check. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever episode of My High School iPod. Uh, I'm your host, Jay Howell. Uh, I'm here with my uh, co host and producer and uh, best friend. Oh yeah, <laughs> his name is Muhammad Joma. Hey, Muhammad. Hey, Jay. How are you, buddy? I'm excited, dude. I'm so excited we're too. Doing a podcast. I know, like a real podcast Look together. At us, we're making time as friends to get together and talk to each other with microphones. Isn't it nice? It's like a, a reason to have a conversation <laughs> where we're not distracted by anything else. It's really great. Although my puppies are running around like. <sighs> Just begging you for pets right now. And I can't ignore them. You have both your hands on both (laughs) their heads right now. I'm multitasking. (laughs) I'm petting the dogs and talking (laughs) to the world. Uh, Hey, guys. Thanks for for tuning in. Uh, This is the first of what hopefully uh, is a lot of uh, episodes of this podcast that uh, Muhammad and I decided to do. it's th- this this part right here is gonna we're gonna kind of explain what the podcast is, yeah, and also apologize in advance. Uh, it's <laughs> for weird. everything. Yeah, it's well, it's weird that when because anybody can make a podcast. Yeah, but like it's hard to just start making one and like be really good at it. You know? Right. Like, right. It's yeah. Like we have a what we think is a pretty good concept, but like. I've never done this. You've done a little bit of this. A little bit of podcasting, but yeah, by no means do I consider myself a professional. <laughs> yeah. Um, so basically, this uh, the premise of this podcast is um, I, I feel like when you're in high school, you the music that you listen to, you hold it so personal and so dear. Absolutely. And it... Just it, it it speaks to all your emotions and everything you're going through. And uh, I, as somebody who um, has played in bands for, I don't know, like 18 years now. Right. Uh, I, I listen to music now and I, I love music now, but it, it, it doesn't even compare to like the level in high school. I wore band t-shirts. Right. I went to concerts. My well, friends were people who liked the same bands as me. Like it kind of dictated my life. I guess we should say this is we are r- recording an intro for a podcast that you recorded on my pilot podcast show, which is a show and it's called Let's Make a Podcast in which everybody comes on and does a pilot episode of a podcast idea that they have. Right. Um, eventually, we made this into a, its own full-on, which is what you're listening to and subscribe to now. It's, it's a, a full-on spin-off. spin-off. Yeah. Yeah, or, or it's really it's your idea, and we've created it sort of – we nurtured it a little bit together and, and created this um, – it, it's its own thing. Um, but, yeah, and we've, we've talked a little bit about it on these episodes that we've already recorded um, about – like it is a very emotional state when you're in high school and, and emotions run very high. And so music becomes much more powerful. Right. Than, than you it, connect it, with it. Yeah. You don't, you don't ever really lose that, especially if you're a music person uh, in high school. Like I still feel emotional about my music, but nothing affects me now the way that it affected me in high school. You know, you used to, I could listen to a song and cry in high school. Right. I don't think you I haven't cried <laughs> since high school. I have not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, so basically uh, what you are about to hear is uh, the, the episode that, that we did for Muhammad's podcast. Uh, and it's just me and Muhammad uh, yeah. talking about uh, some of the bands that we liked in high school and uh, just kind of going back and listening and, deciding uh if we still felt 
the same feelings towards those bands or right. uh, if, if it just doesn't hold up the way that we uh, kind of thought. Cause I do remember being like, this is going to be my favorite band forever. Like, sure. Yeah. This that is, is definitely am, a thought that you have in high school. Yeah. I mean, most of the bands that for, for this pilot episode, I was the guest. I wasn't, I wasn't quite a co-host yet. Right. Um, later on, if you, you, it, this, you got promoted. Yeah. <laughs> once you, once you listen to, episode two and, and beyond it's a little bit of a different format in which me and jay are kind of hosting with it with a guest right um but in this episode because it was it was still this pilot sort of idea thing that we had uh you were the host and, and i was the guest bringing you music that i listened to in high school but we we kind of shared actually we kind of go back and forth right so again a bit of a different format later on it's more hey guest show us what you listened to in high school but f- for this pilot episode it's a lot of Here's a band that I really liked, and then you going, oh yeah, that reminds me of this band that I really liked. Uh, right. It's it's a uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's gonna be really cool. Uh, stick with us because uh, it's we're gonna get better. We've already kind of uh, yeah we, well fixed certain uh, things that were maybe issues. Some some of the, the audio first. in in this the music is a little loud, I think, and. Uh, not even loud, but it's just louder than our our vocals. That that's on me as a producer. I, I kind of was still still learning how to mix music with with our vocals. So so in this episode, there are times I think where we're talking and it's kind of hard to hear us over over the music. Um, by episode two, all that's fixed. So so stick with the podcast. Right. Um, yeah, it's a little different, but it, it's still really good. We talk about bands like uh, Weezer and Blink One Eight Two and. Uh, 311 and all sorts of shitty music that we listened to in high school. <laughs> uh, Dashboard Confessional, I think, is in there, right? And, yeah, uh, yeah. First episode, yeah. I think, is pretty heavy on the on the dashboard and the right. uh, and bright eyes. Yeah, bright um, eyes taking back Sundays in there, but but listen to it and uh, and yeah, uh, stick with it. We're gonna we're gonna I think we're gonna put an episode out every two weeks. We tackle all sorts of different styles of music. Um, yeah, we just did an episode which was largely about like weird electronic party music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Apparently, so, not everyone listened to the same music in high school. The same four bands that yeah. I listened to. So uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be a really fun uh, adventure. Uh, I'm really excited that we're doing this. Uh, I'm really glad that you guys are listening to this episode. I hope you really like it. And uh, want to listen to more episodes in the future? Yeah, uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna have a good time. It's gonna be uh, uh, fuck. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. <laughs> yeah, uh, I would say anybody anybody that's like really interested in music and how people listen to music and how people found music, especially back in the day, and how that sort of relates to people now. I, I I think I think this is definitely up people's alley. Yeah, yeah. If, gonna... if you're interested not only in like music as just a genre, but like the culture of music. Right. You know what I mean? And like how it uh basically uh if if we can figure out ways that what people listen to in high school uh sort of paved way to why they are the way they are today. Right. Right, how it influenced people, people's not only their musical preferences but their personalities, um, how they were in high school. You know, everybody's kind of weird in high school, figuring out social issues, and and music can can play into that a lot. So we talk a lot about that. I mean, definitely with with Gus and and Justin. You know, we kind of talk about just like what kind of people they were in high school. Right. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of interesting stuff uh, coming. So yeah. Go ahead and subscribe if you if you're listening to this first episode and you haven't subscribed. Write a review. Um, that always helps us as as a podcast helps us, helps get get the word out. Um, so yeah, and and again, even though this episode uh, sometimes the audio might not be the the cleanest, listen to episode two. It sounds a lot better. So. Yeah. Uh, That's so, me being self-conscious. <laughs> also, uh, this first episode is like over a year old at this point. Yeah, isn't that crazy? God, we're getting yeah. so old. Yeah. Um, so cool. So yeah, I, I hope you like it. Uh, this is episode one. Uh, I'm going to say with my guest, Muhammad Joma. Yeah. Uh, he, he in, in, you know, eventually becomes the co-host slash producer. Um, 
So stay tuned to see how that goes. Uh, but yeah, uh, listen to the episode. Enjoy it. Have a wonderful day. Um, this is episode one of my high school iPod. Uh, I'm Jay Howell for Muhammad Joma. Um, happy Eden. Happy Eden. <laughs> Shoot for the moon. Even if you miss, you still land among the stars. Ooh, I like that. I saw it on a poster in uh, my biology class in middle school. <laughs> it stuck with you. And it stuck with me all these years. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, yeah. Enjoy. And uh, listen to episode two. <laughs> <laughs> when that comes down. Yeah. <laughs> listen to the first one. If you don't kinda, love it, kind of roll your eyes one. and then listen to episode two. If you don't like it after episode two, uh, fuck you. Th- <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for trying, I'll say. Okay, thank you. Hello, and welcome to another thrilling episode of My High School iPod. I am your host, as always, Jay Howell. Uh, episode 46 of these we've done now. Um, yeah, and uh, we're just going to keep on rolling. Um, my guest is my best friend. Thanks. Uh, Mohammed Joma. If I'm your best friend, why haven't you had me on for 46 episodes, <laughs> you jerk? My first time here. Uh, he's very busy. Uh, it's hard to, hard to get you in. I've uh, told you I could come by whenever. You're running you that said, okay, successful we'll podcast network. That's not uh, successful. It's hard, hard to get you in, but I'm glad we finally figured out a, a, a time um, that I'm, we could do this. I'm glad to be here. I brought my um, iPod from high school. Awesome. It is broken. Ooh. <laughs> Does not work. <laughs> I, um, the... The whole thing about, like, in Baby Driver, how he just has, like, an iPod. Yeah. And then, apparently, like, Edgar Wright still has his old iPod. Yeah. And, like, that's how he listens to music. Yeah. It's so cool. It is cool. I <laughs> wish... I If mine never broke, I'd totally still be using yeah. it today. Although, it is an extra thing that you'd have to carry in your pocket. Mm-hmm. But it's nice. I wish I could download music to, to you know... Like, I wish I had a... Pardon me. Uh, legit, like two hundred gigs just dedicated for like loading music onto. Yeah, those things were like bricks. Yeah. <laughs> Although streaming works great, so yeah. it's kind of like, what's the point? But yeah. I don't know. It feels better to like be like mine. You got the wheel. Yeah, the, I love the, the wheel. The scrolly wheel. Did you play um, that brick game? Uh-uh. That was on there. That oh, was, I think that was I did. like the next gen. That was my first yeah, one. When I you played the out, like, oh, shit out of that. On this. There was Solitaire, which I played a little bit of, and then there was that brick game that was like a 3D brick breaker game. And then yeah. there, I feel like there's a third. Oh, it was like some trivia game that was not very good <laughs> because like once you played it like five times, you got the same question. Right. You're like, well, I know the answer. Yeah. It's <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. Everyone knows that. <laughs> All right. Well. Uh, you guys at home listening, you know how we how, how we do this. Um, you know how we do. You know how we do here. Um, basically, you know, we, we go back to uh, when music was uh, essentially our identity. We didn't have to think about paying bills or uh, voting. Um, or anything. I think about voting every day. <laughs> I, I wake, wake up, up and I'm like, like when is the oh next gosh, election day? I gotta really <laughs> consider my representatives and <laughs> so much stress. Where do I go? Where's my polling booth? Um, but no, yeah, it, it, there was, there was, you know, there was very little responsibility you had, um, and I, I, I personally, and I feel like there are others like myself. Uh, music was, I I cared so much about the bands that I loved for sure when I was in high school for sure. Um, I and and you were kind of mentioned it, but I remember I felt like my music was very much tied into my identity. Yeah, uh, like I, and I I always felt like I was like people would understand me more. I remember trying to show my mom like rock bands that I liked at the time just because I was like, she'll get me more if she can listen to this band. Like, she'll understand. I, that's very cringy, I know. But no, it's I really it. how I felt. I was like, maybe, maybe like in girls, like if you ever like started liking a girl, you were like, you've got to listen to this yeah. band because it's me. I'm telling you who I am. Why won't you listen to this? You would make them a mix CD and it was yeah. like a test. Right. It was like, it was sort of so that they would make out with you, but also like, a little bit like I don't like this. Yeah. You'd be like, this is not going to work. Um, all right. So I, I decided, I think for this episode, um, 
I like the idea of you know we we, we try to see what what we what we still enjoy and what maybe yeah let's let's try to find something that right. uh, that we that that can hold up yes um, are there any bands for you that that you still listen to from back so, then like, like like albums that came out in that era that yeah, you still was, put on rotation I was thinking of like there's some bands that I I someone showed me in high school that I still enjoy and still listen to um like I remember uh, when I first heard Broken Social Scene. Yeah. And I still love like they just put out an album That's right, yeah. this past That's year. Awesome, yeah. It had been like ten years since they put an yeah. album out and I really liked it. It's really good. Yeah. And like that's when I first heard like Neutral Milk Hotel and Yeah. I was those like, are cool bands though. Yeah. <laughs> those are no, like those cool, cool bands that we were lucky to be like right. also think are cool. But then there's like I I, I distinctly remember um I, I saw them in concert like four or five times, and that's uh, Dashboard Confessional. Yeah. And yeah. I, so I, I want to, I feel like I know the answer, but I kind of want to see if it's still, whole, if I still feel the same way I did when I was that, 17. Before, before we listen to a track, I, I, I want to tell you, I remember um, listening to ja- Dashboard Confessional because my friends like them. Mm-hmm. And thinking they were kind of lame, <laughs> and then being like, <laughs> I, wrong. I, I was like, I should listen to this more because this is what's like cool, mm-hmm. <laughs> which cool is a, I guess, a relative word, but like that was the kind of scene that I, I, I kind of strive. I was always like one foot in and out of mm-hmm. like the art kids, but I, I always sort of strived, you know, to be in that scene. So I was like, Dashboard Confessional, that's what's cool. Yeah. But I was always kind of like, this is. This is not for me, but that I was listening to like, like I said, pop punk, like Blink One Eight Two and the Vandals right. and stuff. So it was just a little bit more. Like I, I always expected a little bit, I don't know, faster or like louder. No, yeah, <laughs> and I mean there was it was a weird. Um, I remember when I first uh, started listening to them, most of the. Everything else I was listening to right. was right. Uh, well, know, even like was t- taking like, back Sunday is kind of on that sort of more emo level, but they are they play like fast and loud, right. you know, and not with an acoustic guitar, right? right. Like, that was like the a real like differentiating thing was like, no, this guy plays an acoustic guitar, mm-hmm. and uh, and he he sings as if um, he uh, just had his heart. Ripped right. out of his chest. Was that was that sort of the first of that genre for you? I you think, think so. I think that's like when the first, when the term like emo music kind of yeah. first started. Because other than yeah. that, it was fr- like from there there was like a big span of like quiet sort of right. you know the yeah singer songwriter almost like quiet sort of stuff. Right. Um, I um yeah I I think. It was, I, I would listen to, like, that, and I would still listen to, like, Rufio. Right, and yeah. And like, these are, I got, I got, yeah. I got, I'm a multidimensional person yeah. here. I can. Alkaline Trio. Alkaline Trio. Yeah. And, See, uh, I like, I was always into that kind of well, stuff, yeah. but it was once you kind of, it crossed over into the dashboard confessional. Mm-hmm. And Some people never came back. <laughs> I know, I, I remember <laughs> that. And, and, uh, like, it's, like, um. You know, like the skinny jeans thing kind of like started – like it, it, they became like a line that I was always kind of straddling where I was like, oh, like that's a whole scene and a style that I, I was I was still – I mean, through, until I was a senior, I was wearing like the chain wallet and mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like the, it would, the metal it would ball necklace. try to straddle that line. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it was always like just right on the – like I was always like, oh, I don't know about like the checkered belts and the – in the skinny oh, yeah. jeans and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, right. Just a little too. Although they were like punk rock dudes who were doing that too. Yeah. You know, but I, I don't know. I don't know. I also listened to a little bit of like metal then too. And I was like real, it was a real like unaware of what I kind of right. fell into. We were all angsty. We just found yeah. different ways to, to, to yeah, to, uh, em- embellish but, that. But I will say then I, I, kind of forced myself into Dashboard Confessional. I ended up listening to this album a lot. That uh, God, I don't remember what it was called, but it had like the pink cover, I think. Is that incorrect? I, I don't know. Maybe I actually haven't looked at what the album looks like. Um, 
or like a hue to it of some sort, and it was like a sparse. I remember he did like some kind of. He would do like full length or something, and those would have like a picture or whatever. And then he would do some like EPs, uh, and those were like it would be like a color, yeah. and then there'd be like a white, yeah, something, and yeah. then it would just say the. Uh, well, what's what's the what's like his most famous? His big his big hit like the first thing that um, and it pops up in Google. Yeah, and and you know diehard DC fans would yeah. be like, no, he had better songs than that. But like the one, yeah, that like, kind of because I think he had a music video that was on MTV. Right. right. Um, but it was uh, Screaming Infidelities. That's right. And yeah. I think it was on like an MTV movie or something. Yeah. So they were kind of pushing that. Yeah. Um. So, do you want to listen to that song? Yeah, let's let's give it a listen. I I, I, I can't even really remember the melody or anything, so um, this will be uh, interesting. Let's see here. I turn my mic this way. It sounds very different than if I turn my mic this way. Oh, all right, it's playing. Can you hear it? Turn it's very quiet. Yeah. yeah, very good acoustic guitar. He's whispering. Yeah. But as he gets more emotional, usually towards the end of all, all right. of his songs, he's doing maybe too much. <laughs> the, the melody is nice. Yeah. <laughs> It's that whisper thing that sounds, that sounds very dated. <laughs> uh, it, I remember his uh, band was very good. His drummer. This is that kind of like wheel. Oh, see, that, that, that's, that's the sound that defines his band. <laughs> here's, here's how you can tell... I think maybe a test of like the uh same words like pure like say it like that. Yeah. Not a good not a good sign. (laughs) Oh my god. I don't see it it doesn't it doesn't uh Hold on, right? I mean, it, it doesn't... You can't be an adult and listen to this. No, it's not something that we could play, like, around the house while you're like... <laughs> you unless you want to feel nostalgic. Like, unless you want to be like, I remember hanging out and chasing and chasing. Yeah. Listening to our favorite backwards. It's a little annoying. Um, I feel like, like maybe at some point I turned it off. Um, (laughs) No fade down, huh? Just, just straight off. (laughs) (laughs) You obviously haven't listened to the first forty-five episodes of this show. (laughs) We do hard cuts. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I and I I feel like that would be some of the stuff that ages the worst. Honestly. I might agree with you. I just because yeah, like I said, like when you're when you're 16 years old, you're like this guy has been through the stuff that I'm going through. Yeah. When I mean, really, most likely you haven't gone through anything, right. but you feel. But like you, you fe- have. every time anything happens, it right. feels like very shaking. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's 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 a lot. I mean, and that that's what that music is. I think supposed to. Meant to, I mean, even on a musical level, it, mm-hmm. it's it's supposed to, uh, it's supposed to invoke that same feeling of like, like I guess it's because you just everything you're doing at that age is kind of like the first time you're doing it, so everything feels very adventurous, mm-hmm. and emotions are very heightened. You right. know, happy is like really really happy, and sad is really really sad, but it's just because. You haven't felt a lot of sadness. Right. You haven't felt a lot of joy, you know? So you're just sort of learning how to feel those things. Yeah. And you're like, um, this is the soundtrack to what I'm going Right, through. and that music sort of sounds that way. It's like real big highs and real big lows and just... Um, but, it, it, you know, it doesn't sound 
like it, the melody is nice, but there's not a lot going on there musically for for me anyway. I and yeah. his voice is annoying. It's I a mean, little that's, annoying. That's just. I I'm uh, I'm thinking about. Um, I I play that song in my car a lot, and the last song on the album on that particular album, um, he goes like next level, <laughs> like I don't know if it's whiny. I really? feel like that's it, like a, play like just a minute of it. Okay. Just, well, it's <laughs> another one that starts fast. kind of whispery. Well, it's fast forward, you know, scrub ahead and get to like I want to hear like him just peak. Dude. Why? <laughs> it is that. That's like you know. A lot of people from then had that kind of voice. I would say, mm-hmm. but not like that level of uh, why. You know who sounded like that? There was that dude from um, uh, Black Flag. I don't know if you ever listened to that. Well, and he it was had that, like that like, sort of wine and sort of almost like a slight British accent. It's just like you, you're constantly kind of making a uh, duck face with your mouth when you talk. <laughs> <laughs> This is the last song It's also just kind of boring, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh God. Oh my god. Uh, I feel like I can imagine being his dad and just being like, dude, this is not as cool as you think it is. We paid for guitar lessons for five years. You kind of just sound like a little whiny jerk. But like, that's another thing that, like, at the time, like, I, again, like, 16-year-old Jay was like, I relate to them. But I don't know, like... <laughs> Jay, quit talking to mouth along with that screen. <laughs> Dude, the ocean is more. I, I will say, though, that scream is a little bit more appealing, at least for me. You know? so? Yeah, like... I mean, it doesn't really sound great to me, but it, it, it's doing what that music is kind of supposed to do, which is like, oh, I, I, I'm so emotional, I gotta scream. Not, I'm so emotional that I have to talk like. Listen to, but just listen to the last sound he makes. Okay. <laughs> that at the end. <laughs> He's so, like, out of, like, he's expended all of his, like, energy and emotion, and he goes, (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like an uh, Adam Sandler character. (laughs) (laughs) That's who's going to play Chris Caraba. Chris Caraba, that's his name. I always wondered if he was secretly uh, related to... The family that owns the popular Italian restaurant chain. (laughs) Um, But no, I I, I maybe should have done some research um, like I normally do when I do this podcast. (laughs) But I wondered, like, how old was he when he was writing that? Like, maybe, I mean, he he clearly was, like, not in high school, (laughs) but, like... Yeah. What do you, do you think maybe like was he orchestrating it for a younger generation or was that a leg- coming from a legit place of emotions? Right. I, and I, I, I wonder that about music all the time in general. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like that way a lo- about a lot of the bands because a lot of the bands that I would go see while I was in high school, the audience was probably ninety percent high schoolers. Right, like, right. That was who the music was for. Right, and so they would you know, drive there, get their parents to drop them off. For there. sure, yeah. But, like, how weird must that be to be, like, in your mid-20s, even? I, I always think it's weird that, like, I mean, I don't think Dashboard Confessional existed for too long, but as these bands sort He's of age, going. is he? Yeah. Like, who's going to, s- like, who's the fans now? Is it 
older guys who grew up with him who who loved him, or is it is it still kind of high school kids? Like I remember for years after high school, going to three eleven shows and being like, it's filled with high school kids, mm-hmm. and I, I and it, it was like the, there was always kids like me who were just like these three eleven fans who who would go to the shows, but. I mean, every new album I didn't like, and it's because I probably wouldn't have liked the albums I liked if I listened to them when I was 20 and 21 years old. I, you know, it's you like them because you're a high school kid. Right. And I just held on to that for so long. But, you know, <laughs> is it, it's, it's like um, the Polar Express like yeah. you can't hear the bell anymore. Right. It's like you're too old. Yeah, you can't hear the bell but ring I, anymore. But I kept showing up to the train stop. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so he's 42 now. Oh my god. So 2000. Let's say 2004. Hey, uh, hey, this is 2018. That would have been 14 years. 14 ago. years ago. So he would have been 20. Yeah. Eight-ish? Yeah. Tw- late twenties. A, a little old for this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's let let's. Uh, can I take? Can I have this? Go be, be um, my guest. What are you playing on? Uh, Spotify. Spotify. Um, this will be kind of a big departure, but just since we're talking about him, let's listen to a three eleven song. I normally don't let the guest take over, but <laughs> because we're best friends. It's interesting because I think I mean everybody. There are certain songs that. Uh, that were too popular for even me, like Amber and and, and that era. I, I was always, deep cuts. I just like the, I, I got into them like in the late nineties when I was like twelve or mm. thirteen, you know, and and that always kind of was like. I mean, by the time I was in high school and I was like, you know, smoking weed with my like dumb stoner friends, like they were like, I was like, this stuff is so good. It's just positive and it's about <laughs> pot and everything's good in their world, um, but. Here's the thing is, this is a band that I, I have at times, I mean, there was a time where I was just like, Jesus, they are not good. Like, I don't know why I like them so much. They do not make <laughs> good music. But I, like, even though, like, I would listen to, I was just like, oh my God, this is embarrassing. I, as I've gotten older, I've I've kind of reconciled what I liked about them mm-hmm. um, while still not quite accepting that it was it was good music but not not quite bad music either there are certain i'll play like what i would think of as a well i want to play a good song but i also want to play one that play one that you feels like them you, you know what i mean drove around in high school listening oh, to god i really this like, is a safe space Muhammad. i know but <laughs> I, I just i really want to play something that is is very much them too you know what i mean like yeah. that sort of has a lot of what they were famous for. It's very poppy. Right away, piccolo snare. Not a fan of it. Really don't like the the thin little snare. You know what I liked about it? I mean, first of all, the positivity to it was a big drawing factor for me in high school. I remember just being like, this is so, like, nice. And, and, like, it had such a really nice message for, like, a kid like me who, you know, I, I guess every kid, but I, I, you feel a little like an outsider. And then you listen to, I mean, by all means, these adults telling you, like, no, it's cool. It's cool that you're weird or, like, you know, don't abide by other people's rules. It's, yeah. it's like punk rock, but more upbeat, you know? I get that. Now, that being said... It sounds... It's upsetting your dog, is what it's doing. He's <laughs> making noise. It, it sounds like... Like, almost like a Disney song that's really trying to sound cool or something, you know? It's like a little too, like, just upbeat. And his voice also, not good. Yeah. And he, like, sings pretty, you know? He's like... Ah. It's very... It also it sounds very... Uh, there's a lot of computer effects going yeah. into every his voice and all the instruments. Yeah, yeah. And then they also kind of rap, which is also a little yep. weird. I remember that. Here, here you go. What this is? This is like the big breakdown in the song. <laughs> I 
Here's like, there's that funky soda. There's like a funk level to it, too. Right. It was very enjoyable for, for me. Oh, but I listen to it now, and I mean, there is definitely just, I think, me being nostalgic. But I, I start to understand. I mean, a little bit like you and Dashboard Confessional, yeah. I think, just now. Like, I start to get what I liked about them more. Well, that's good, uh, yeah. That's what this podcast is about. Yeah. Figuring out why we did like it or didn't it, like it. I mean, it. The, the melody... Is is it's that funk? It's yeah. that funky like it makes you kind of want to dance. It's good for like driving around in the summer, and like I said, it's positive. It's, it's very. It, it does feel very beachy, which is yeah, like. Which, do you think maybe because we were in Kennesaw, Georgia, which is not near a beach? Yeah. Do you think like you wanted to be like you you? I mean, I think definitely partly like it, it had that beach vibe that I think when you're a kid. Your life just, you want to feel like you're, at least for me, I, I was really about good times, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I was that kind of a kid. I was, you know, driving around with my shirt off and my sunglasses on, you know, smoking cigarettes. Right. Shit. You know what I mean? Like, just very typical kind of douchebaggery. But, you know, like, yeah. I was I was always chasing a good time, and that band was very much, it was that, like, life's an adventure, but it's cool kind mm-hmm. of thing. And, and I, I enjoyed that a lot, yeah. That was one of their album titles. <laughs> Life is an adventure, adventure dot, but, dot, it's dot, cool. but it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So let's. Um, Should we try to find something that's good? That's what I was thinking, and yeah. we kind of talked about it earlier. Um, but the the sort of idea that, like, um, thinking about how much you used to like an album. And then listening to it and still finding that you like it. Um, and so I, I, I drove home last night and I listened to uh, I'm Wide Awake, It's Morning by yeah. Bright Eyes. Mm-hmm. And which was one of his, maybe his like third or fourth album. Yeah, it was, it was a little bit late. It was after, I think it came out the year, the summer after I graduated high school. Yes. So, yeah, I remember, and I remember really loving it. And I, like I did too. To it a lot. And uh, I mean, I, I also didn't really know a lot of people who liked Bright Eyes at the time. I mean, um, I don't think we ever really talked about him, me and you. Although, did we see him together? I think we might have. I think we might have gone to a show way um, back in the day. I remember, and it, it almost like Bright Eyes was like the next level of. Of that dashboard, all the people who like dashboard yeah. confessional at a certain point, yeah, you got to bright eyes level, and then you like didn't really listen the, to dashboard confessional the, as much because you're like, no, this is more grown up. What is what is the um, mirror? What that? What is that Fevers album called? And mirrors? Fevers and mirrors. Yeah. So I remember hearing that album in high school. I was probably a senior already. Like it was after that album had been out, you yeah. know, and, and I listened somebody like turned me on. Oh, my cousin Rima turned me on to it. Mm-hmm. She lives in, she lived in Southern California and she was visiting and she was, she showed me brand new in that bright eyes album. And I loved that bright eyes album. So I really, really got into it. So it was a little bit later. And then that, that summer, you know, fever or, uh, I'm wide awake. It's morning and digital ashes, yeah. digital Arm came out. And I was like, these are amazing. And I think a lot of Bright Eyes fans, people who have been fans of Bright Eyes, kind of pulled out a little bit with those albums. Yeah. Um, well, maybe. I think I'm Wide Awake This Morning was more of a, like, kind of what he'd been doing. And then Digital yeah. Ash was like that electronic kind of thing. that. Yeah, but there was like some electronic kind of stuff on Fevers and Mirrors, too. There was that darkness. Yeah. I guess so. Uh, I, you, I, I was just thinking about like you saying that you heard Fevers and Mirrors when you were a senior in high school. Yeah. It took me back to that like being in high school and you always wanted – because in my mind I was like, I heard Fevers and Mirrors when I was a sophomore. <laughs> and and uh, Mitchell's dad took us up to the 40-watt club and – we got to go see Bright Eyes because his dad came with us because we weren't old enough to get in. That's fantastic. And so we came back to school the next day feeling like fucking champions. Yeah. If, we're like, if, yeah you we, had, if we had talked about that, I probably would have thought you were cool as shit. You know, <laughs> I probably would have been like, wow, that guy's But it, there awesome. was that thing about um, 
maybe maybe not so much you with 311, but there was this thing of like you wanted to be like, have you heard yeah. this band? And someone yeah. would be like, no, and you'd be like, yes. Yeah. I know about well, this band and they don't know it, about it. You know, for me, it was some of the old, like some of the music that sort of led into the pop punk era, like uh, No Effects and the Vandals and stuff. Mm-hmm. They, I think they were very much of that era of, of pop punk, but they were also, they felt a little bit more OG than like Blink-182 and some of the stuff that came right. after that. Um, and even like Green Day and stuff. And I remember like, I knew a lot of people who liked Blink-182 and Green Day and I would be like, yeah, but have you heard the Vandals? And I always remember, I like to show people, but mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't think I was on that level of be like, you poser, you no real punk music. Right. But, uh, I used to like to show people, and there was always there was always a sense of satisfaction of being like, "No, check this out." Yeah, you know, <laughs> you wanted to be the guy that introduced somebody to a band because, for whatever reason, you felt like like you helped them yeah. or something. I, don't but, know. Yeah, I I get. I mean, thinking about it now, I'm surprised I wasn't more embarrassed to do that at the time because there were a lot of people that didn't give a shit about right. your music that you were like shoving it down their throats yeah. constantly. Yeah. All right. But nothing was better than like sitting in a in your car and like getting your buddy in the car and being like, you got to hear this song. Oh, yeah. It's a great feeling. Yeah, yeah. Um, So I'm trying to – okay. So last night um, I get in my car. Yeah. I put this on. And my immediate reaction is, I haven't listened to this album in years, and my first reaction is, ooh, this isn't going to be good. Ooh. Because... Wait, this is... I'm Wide Awake, I'm it's Wide Awake, because it starts with this, which I... Oh, that little talking thing. And she was on an airplane. Dude, I thought this was the coolest. I did, too, at the time. And now, I do not like it. The largest ocean on I don't like the way he sounds like he's coming up with it off the top yeah. of his head when he's clearly not. He's like, uh, he's taking those like fake pauses and he fake says, swallows. He's like, <clears throat> uh, and he and, says arduous. Yeah. Which at the time I was like, whoa. <laughs> I had to look it up. I didn't know what the fuck arduous meant. No, I'm like, there was. Or <laughs> pretentious. <laughs> Did you remember the music video it had Evan Rachel Wood? As the woman, oh, no. in the scene. I don't know if I yeah. ever saw the video. It was mostly like cut out animation and stuff. Yeah. Like he, he did a little bit of that and uh, some other albums too. But uh, this beginning had Evan Rachel Wood as like the girl and like this old man, and they were like talking on the like they're playing it out as he's talking about okay. it. But I remember thinking like Evan Rachel Wood's so cool. <laughs> she did a bright eyes for him. It's yeah. She looks at the I, I don't feel like this. But this, and then when this kicks in, I thought this was so cool. Oh yeah, at the time, yeah. But we're going to a party. It's still kind of cool. I mean, a party. I don't like this anymore. I don't know why. I just don't. I just wish it just started. You know, it, it's only it's only kind of cool. Because very, it existed when it did. If I heard an album and, uh, do this today, I'd probably be like, "That's stupid." Yeah. But it existing then, yeah, it like and I love this. Just start it then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. I like this. He, he has such a distinct voice, mm-hmm. and that was a thing that a lot of people I remember, didn't really like about him. Yeah. Like, he's like quivery, right? Little, but I think like my favorite bands now, they all have singers with textured voices. Weird, yeah, kind of you either like it or don't. Kind of yeah. voices. That's why I like Young Thug and Lil Yachty yeah. when I go to hip-hop. But like, I like a lot of weird textured yeah. voices in my, in my music. My, my, some of my favorite bands are like The Hold Steady and Aqua River yeah. and Titus Andronica. So I'm like, none of these guys have like good singing voices. That's uh, Jim James. Yeah. It's so clearly Jim James once you recognize him. You're like, oh, it's weird. It's like My Morning Jackets. You're like behind him. Right now. <laughs> These guys are like monsters of folk. <laughs> um, I, I think, too, um, something that, that I... This album is special. And it's older albums. You would get a lot of different, like, orchestral instruments. Yeah. Or, like, this yeah. one. You know, he had like mandolins oh, and banjos. He also had a couple of like um, 
country artist, uh, folk mm-hmm. artist like uh, Emmy Lou Harris, I believe, is on yeah. this album a couple times. She's on the and, next song. Yeah. Great. Um, but yeah, like it was the first time I'd like listen to songs with those instruments. And, like, I really like it. Yeah. I know. Uh, lyrically, this whole album is kind of about like death and like the afterlife, and uh, it's it's so upbeat sounding. I, I remember thinking that was very cool, you know. Yeah. Um, and I still do. I, I still think this is a cool album, if nothing else, you know. Yeah, yeah. and it's kind of short. Like by the time I got home, there was like two songs left, and I like went inside and like listened to the last two songs. Yeah. I was like, I gotta finish it. Yeah. Especially since the last two songs are still They hold up really well. I'm happy just because. Um, so yeah, I feel like in in you know in, in conclusion, he said there's such an upbeat ending. And he goes, "I'm happy just because I found out I'm really no one." It's like so weirdly dark and uh, I'm okay with it. You should play um, one off of Digital Ashes now. Okay. That these two albums were released on the same day. Yeah. Uh, but they were two separate, sold separately albums. I mean, that's also just awesome. I would, uh, you know, it's. I mean, artists do it now or do crazy things like that now, and it's always cool. Mm-hmm. But Connor Ober's or Bright Eyes wasn't that famous for that to make too much of a splash. I know a lot of like publications and stuff were really all about him, but. Um, but yeah, like that is like if that was done today, people would flip out, you know. Yeah. What um what song? Let me yeah, see. Yeah, you picked the song. See. I listened to this one too, but I feel like the other one I liked more. I mean, this is Yeah. I I I would try to play something a little bit more electronic, but this song's awesome. Also a song just straight up about death. <laughs> <laughs> like if this album came out today it would probably be very popular it, sound, it doesn't sound out of date and this came out in 2004, 2005 I mean sounds very modern you can choose the high it would be in a commercial yeah it probably would be I love those songs that sound like they were just created for an iPod commercial. I think a lot of bands write songs now, <laughs> hoping yeah. to get them in a commercial. And then Big Boy gets in. He's yeah. like, okay. <laughs> I didn't need this, but cool. I think I saw him play this album. Like He toured... For he did a I'm Wide Awake the Morning tour and then he did a digital last tour. Yeah. I think I saw yeah. both of them. Yeah. And uh, like the dude from the Yaz yeah, yeah, play. Yeah. Um, yes. I guess maybe he produced this record or something. Yeah, like I didn't know. That. I don't know. I mean, that's maybe. Yeah, I remember liking liking it. Uh, it was like fun. Yeah. Kind of sticking with my uh, theme of music choices of just being like super upbeat, right? <laughs> Maybe not lyrically, but yeah, but just musically totally. like fun. Yeah. Um, what else? Was, I mean, should we should we take a dive onto the pop punk side or? Um, I mean, there's, there were like we were. I mentioned to you earlier that Atticus Dragon the Lake album. Yeah. There's so much like you know. Did you get? Did you used to buy those like? Uh, sampler albums I like did. record label samplers yeah. and stuff man I, those were the jam I remember well there were like there were labels in particular that yeah I would anything that they put out right even if it wasn't like like uh, I remember like drive through records mm-hmm. I would any band that they had I would be like well I need to listen to them because they do newfound glory or like or something you know like and so that's how I heard of like Finch. Yeah, you want to see if Finch, Finch holds up? Yeah, 
Yeah, let's see Finchel's. Um, <laughs> I'm going to guess not, though, because I don't think they were that good <laughs> at the time. Uh, we, I know we went and saw Finch at the Tabernacle together. Me and you? Yeah. yeah. Uh, they, it was Newfound Glory and Finch oh, and God. somebody else. But Newfound Glory is another. They're, they're not good. Mm, yeah. yeah. All right. He's got that voice more than anybody. That Finch uh, put out an album in 2014. That's crazy. Yeah. Who listened to it? I had a Finch t-shirt, which is weird because I don't even remember liking the band that much. All right. So I remember this song was meant so much to me. As a as a young as a young Jay Howard. <laughs> Dude. It's, it's so like predictable. <laughs> I knew exactly what this was gonna sound like, but I didn't even remember. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I was really like somewhat, um, somewhat selective with with my screamo, and I never got into like hardcore. Yeah, like I remember. I, yeah, there was, were, there were some of my friends that went straight up into like like that bubble. Yeah, and, yeah, like those kind of. Bands. I I would dip my toe in a little bit, but I, I was always like a little freaked out to go see a show, <laughs> and, you know. Oh yeah, because the mosh pits were always yeah, like, were like and like you couldn't avoid them. <laughs> and sometimes it was cool, but I remember after going to a couple shows like that and just being like, I don't, I don't know, I don't think I want to do that anymore. It's really <laughs> aggressive. Yeah. Again, you know what's funny is this sounds like what rock and roll kind of became, but on like pop rock, like yeah. a lot of like 99X and stuff, mm-hmm. and it all started sounding like this. Well, it was, yeah, it was that dynamic of screaming and then yeah. like trying to sing and yeah. sound, yeah. you know, pretty. Yeah. It's the struggle inside all of us, I think. Yeah, and even, I mean, like the guitars in this song and stuff, they're all very just upbeat chords and mm-hmm. stuff, you know? I, it's kind of strange. Yeah. It doesn't... Well, they're like power chords, which are yeah. generally, you know, not minor chords. Yeah. But it, it seems... It just seems a little at odds with itself, where it's like... I don't know. You keep expecting... A, it almost sounds like it has edge until you listen to it a little bit, and then you're like, nothing about this is edgy. There's nothing about this that's, like, hard or, like, dark. Yeah. It's just... It's kind of pleasant. Like, it sounds like an angry kid who, like, grew up in a nice house. Yeah. With a nice family. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it was anger of the privilege. Right. Um, which I guess is kind of how I was. <laughs> I, I felt... Yeah. I felt like I had some kind of anger in me, and I had no reason for it. So... Do you want to know what took up most of... We'll go a little bit more mainstream. What took up most of my... The space on my uh, iPods. Yeah, let's hear it. It was uh, Blink-182. Okay. Yeah. And Blink-182 is a band that... Um, yeah, more so than... than well, they, they're... They... I listen to them today. Often enough. Yeah. Yes. Like, I, I never go... It's not like I'm constantly playing them or anything. But I never go too long of a period of times where I'm not like, I should listen to that Blink-182. Are you going like like uh, Dude Ranch? Like yeah, really for far sure. back? Well, Dude Ranch definitely. And, and sometimes What's like Cheshire Cat, Cheshire Cat and, Cat. Bu- and Buddha were kind of like yeah. those two like sort of the garagey pre, stuff. The Travis Barker albums. Yeah. And they were always kind of just, I don't know. They, they were always available. Mm-hmm. I remember Dude Ranch just being like, this new album that came out. I remember when Damn It was like a single. Yeah. Uh, but Cheshire Cat and Buddha were just existed mm-hmm. <laughs> before anything else to me. But um, the the thing with this band is I think it's another one that um, I think they hold up, uh, but they are probably more dated sounding than anything else we've listened to. Mm-hmm. It, they're very of their time, you know, um, but it's not it's really it's just really good pop music, you know? Right. Um, I will play... I'm going to try to play something that's a little bit... 
uh, like was modern for, for us at the time. So we're going to go to Enema of the State. Um, uh, were you a fan? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. But I think um, in my like timeline, that was even before Dashboard was bands like like Blink-182 and Sum 41. And like you would wear the like dicky shorts with the the striped socks and the converse Chuck Taylors. Yeah. Like that was that was probably like ninth and, and early tenth grade. And then I I started getting away from from the like pop punk stuff and more towards yeah. the like emo and like right. that kind of stuff. Right. But yeah, I mean, this was this was definitely it, it sounded very accessible to everybody. Like, I don't remember anybody not liking Blink One Eight Two. Right? No, yeah, like, people like them more than other people. I like them. I saw them live a lot, but mm-hmm. it just felt like everybody agreed with them. You could were play they them good and, live? Because I feel like I've seen videos and they. Um, I one of the last times I ever saw them, it was it was them and they, Green Day opened for them. I think it was one of those like two handed tours where they would switch off. Right. But Green Day played first, and then they came out and they were terrible yeah. and green day was pretty good and i like at that time i was already kind of over green day mm-hmm. and uh they like killed it and i was like man they're, they're pretty solid yeah yeah i was like like what i was embarrassing compared to them yeah but I, I, I they had good shows i i saw them a bunch of times and i remember always enjoying their shows mm-hmm. they were very theatrical and they kind of did the same shit at every show, which is always of, a little disappointing. A lot of dick jokes and yeah, they talk a lot. Yeah. And, like inevitably, they're doing they do something with Travis Barker's drum set. Either like goes through the air or like flips in circles. You know, not cheap drum sets. Those really? uh, what was it? Orange County drums and percussion. Yeah, um, is that his? No, it was just it was like like the guy from Newfound Glory had one. Really. And it, that was, the, like that was the like the thing drum kit that, yeah. And I remember, because I remember when we started my band in high school, and it was me and Chase Sampson and Ben Paget, and Ben had the Mark Hoppus Fender bass, and Chase had the Tom DeLonge Fender uh, Stratocaster, and I was like, I can't buy this four thousand dollar <laughs> orange county drum set so i was like i'm just gonna stick with this one that i have i'm gonna play uh aliens exist off i don't to say this is not i don't think it was like a single but it's it, one of the few songs on that album that wasn't a single but it's a good one. Oh, i'm going down now we need to talk because their voices are terrible. Awful. Both. And then also, Tom DeLonge is super into aliens now. Yeah, actually, did you see that recently? He was, like, given funding, and they were like, no, you're right. <laughs> like, somebody validated him. Like, the government were like, were like, he's won a bunch of awards for, like, being the leader of, like, alien research and shit. I was just reading this. This happened, like, last month. I'm telling you. It's crazy. He's been validated by, like, a ton of different oh, publications. No. It's really weird. Do you think he ever looks through a telescope trying to find aliens and he just says out loud, Where are you? Where are you? <laughs> okay, so this is... This isn't even close to my favorite Mark Lane song, but it feels very them. Yeah, they had a they had like a formula yeah. of things that they would do that worked well. Yeah, Here, here's where the instruments got to drop off. And then, yeah, but it, it's. This is what I'm saying, like, it's it's not complicated, and, I mean, there's obviously kind of an issue, or I would see people having an issue with their voices, because they're, I don't know, well, he sounds like a cartoon character. Towards the end, because I guess they are still a band, but yeah. now Tom DeLong's not in the band anymore, Right. but I remember when they did their, like, I think it was just like their self-titled album, Yeah. and they were trying to get a little more serious. Yeah. And it didn't work. And no, because he sounds like a cartoon character. Yeah. And, like, Mark Hoppus isn't much better, I guess. He he doesn't sound quite as Muppety, but he's... He's got that, like, yeah. I don't know, like, <laughs> weird, deep, high-pitched thing going. Like, 
<laughs> it, yeah, it, it sounded... And, I mean, they were, I think, you know, getting older, so they were yeah. like, maybe we should write, try to write a, a, a yeah. you know, a, a regular song that isn't about whatever all of our other songs have been about. Yeah, I mean, this song is legit just about aliens. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, this is good. That's what I'm saying. Like, as far as just the way that songs are put together, it, it's good. Like, this is it's very catchy. Well, and at this point, too, they were, like, they were a big radio. Yeah. This is NMO this day. They said, what, uh, what's is, my age again? Yeah. 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 Um, uh... You know what's funny is I, I almost like Take Off Your Pants and Jacket more This the album that came after this Yeah. But the singles off that album I did not like at all yeah. That was Rock Show oh. <laughs> I hated that When song. he talks about it on Rock Show He's like I couldn't wait for the summer at the Warp Tour yeah. And I was like I think you're like 35 <laughs> So can you not wait because your band is playing it, or are we to believe that you enjoyed going (laughs) to the Warped Tour? Or did you write this song 15 years ago? (laughs) Yeah. We need some context here, Mark. Hold on. There's a different song, but let's play play this one off of uh, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. This This is the opening track. And this, this is a fantastic opening track. It is. It, it, this is, like, well past their prime in a way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, this album kind of came out a little bit later. Like, maybe, like, two years after. Like, I, I feel like they were losing steam already. Or maybe I was just getting older. I, I don't know. But I, I remember being, like, excited for it. But at the same time kind of going, like, okay, well, well, we'll see, you know, what they do. And then you hear this song. It's the first song you went on. And you're like, this is great. Yeah. I, um, They're kind of like Weezer, just like well-orchestrated pop music, you know? Right, well-produced. Yeah. Like, they got a, a team of, of people that know what kids want to hear. Or, like, you know, younger people want to hear. Right. Um, a funny story about this album. Um, I grew up um, going to church and church camps during the summer. And, like, I still would try, like somehow get these albums and like hide them um, really you yeah. weren't allowed i guess they were explicit. this one had a parental yeah. advisory on it also once it's called I, take off your pants and jacket yeah once <laughs> i got to the point where you know an enema of the state had like a porn star on the yeah. camera yeah and and um so i had to like sneak this one but i remember going to church camp that summer and they had this guy come in and at the time, this album and uh, Limp Biscuits, really Chocolate Starfish, and yeah. Flavored Water, yeah. those were like the two biggest albums. Yeah. And uh, this guy came in and was basically like, take off your pants and jacket, says the F word 78 times. <laughs> like, that sounds cool. the A word, and he just like broke it down. And, like, <laughs> and I remember... Um, like, Why is cursing such a bad thing for religious people? I really don't I mean, know. It doesn't seem like it has any ties to religion. I, I think it's... I mean, I could see you not wanting people to curse or right. whatever, but, like, why did churches care so much? Like, I am... I, I mean, look, we can talk about the flaws in religion. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was just, like, literally, like... No, and I think, like, in hindsight... There's somewhere like, in the Bible that's, like, Satan created cursing. Yeah, and... here's the list of words. <laughs> um... But I remember, like, I think my, like, youth minister knew that I had this album, and he was like, if you don't get rid of it, I'm, I'm telling your parents. Oh, my God. Um, the youth minister was supposed to be the dude on your side. No. Not that one. Uh, yeah, that one actually was uh, child molester. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, you need a, uh, we need a different podcast. We're straight. We're straight. Like what I do, you know, besides, uh, besides his, um, alien stuff, you know, surprisingly, those guys haven't come out to, like, for all their dick jokes and stuff, no, like, weird, uh, accusations against them. <laughs> no, they're all, like, married and have kids and, like, 
dude. Hey, hey, do you remember Travis Barker's reality show on sure MTV? Absolutely, I do. What a weird thing that existed. <laughs> the least charismatic of the three. And he's just like married to like a supermodel. And I remember like a lot of the show was just him going and getting high, and then like coming back and her being like. What are you doing? We got things to do. I can do like, with your uh, kids with, who have mohawks. I'm, like a, I'm a rock star. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I smoke weed and I play in a rock band. Like, this, this is just kind of what I do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here's Mark Hoppus. Hold on. Let's, let's listen. Is this better or worse than Tom the Watch? I think it's better. I don't know. That was a big thing that stretched over many genres was the sing like your nose has fallen off. Yeah. Like, sing as if there's no air getting in or out of your nostrils. <laughs> uh, well, is there anything else you want to listen to? I, mean, I feel like we've tackled quite a bit. This quite episode. a bit, yeah. Um, um, I don't know if there's like something specifically bad or specifically good. I think I, 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 I think like the, the takeaway is that um, even even if you listen to something now that meant a lot to you in high school um, and it doesn't hold up, still like there's something really enjoyable about like it reminding you of a moment or yeah, a, for a, sure. a summer for sure. or something or like there, there is something very sort of like the whole reminiscing what? thing is really and, enjoyable. And not only that, but it, it's, I, I find it enjoyable to kind of put my mind in that place and try to figure out what, why I liked it too, you know, because mm-hmm. there's always a reason there's like something about it that appealed to you. Then you were that person then, you know, so it's kind of fun to try to listen to it and, and, and figure that out. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes I think it's clearer than others, you know. Right. Um, especially with something like like a dashboard confessional or something right. like that. You're just like, yeah, I've, I totally get why I liked this back mm. then, you know. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's good stuff, man. It's cool. Um, it's fun. So I yeah. feel like there's like 20 other bands I'd like to talk about. But, well, you'll have to come back and do well, another I gotta one. got to come back. Um, That's right. We'll, we'll try to we'll – try to, you know, schedule that before you get out of here. Um, but that's going to do it. Uh, thanks a lot for listening, you guys. Uh, thank you to my guest, uh, Mohammed Joma. Thanks for having me, buddy. Um, do you want to plug your podcast or anything? Uh, yeah. Everybody listen to Let's Make a Podcast with Mohammed T. Joma and Friends, available on podcast uh, sites, websites. All right. <laughs> thanks, guys. <laughs> Be safe. Love everybody. Yeah, love your brothers and sisters. It's my catchphrase. Yeah. I say it at the end of every episode. Love everybody. Love everybody. <laughs> you say it real slowly. Yep.